0: You could have chose to be, you chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
1: What's going on, everybody? I'm Jeremy Bride. I am a coach. I am the person where if you have not been seen in your life. If you feel that you're unimportant or that people are like, looked over you. Like it's like almost like you don't exist sometimes when you're in your own field. There's reasons for that. There's literally reasons for that. And I, and I started studying that over the years because I was somebody who set nine school records in baseball. I was somebody who like was the best player in the entire state of Oregon, but nobody knew because of the way that I treated myself. And I've talked about that before. It, it's, it's happened on other courts too. When I started switch over to basketball, I've been playing sports now for basketball for eight years. I played in Germany. I played Lithuania. I've played in Denmark. I've had these moments where I had these flashes of brilliance. And then for the other parts, I was incredibly average. And the way that I responded to those was so important. The way that I responded is why nobody in the world was seeing me. And I remember I've had days where, like, Alex Caruso, Zach Levine, uh, Clay Thompson, I'm on the court with those guys. And who are they working with is me. And I remember there was those moments where my trainer walked up to me and he's like, hey, you're so much better than you think you are. Act like it act like it. That's what happens. That's the difference. All of a sudden, I'm coming off screens, and Alex Caruso has the ball in my hands as soon as I'm coming off screens, and he's the guy that plays for the Chicago Bulls. Or I'm coming off a screen, Jalen Hands, who played for the Nets for a little while, the balls in my hands, and him and I are working a pick and roll together. He started seeking me, and I remember I called my brother, and I said, dude, it changed. He's like, I'm going to for this phone call. What changed? I started being more confident, but I started acting, breathing, talking, moving, walking like it because I found out who the heck I was. And I get to be that at all times. It's really cool because you said some cool things, Michelle, that I wanted to tag on immediately. My buddy, he used to use his Instagram handle in his autograph in China. So we're in China signing autographs for little kids, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of autographs. And he put his Instagram handle in every single one. You know why? Because the autograph is scribble with a little bit of number and with, you know, who you are when you can hardly read it. But his Instagram handle it was going to increase by thousands and thousands of people. Even in a country where you weren't supposed to have Instagram, trust me, they all had it. It was, uh, you used a VPN and you've had a way around it. So if anyone don't tell on me, like they all had it over there. But it was, Michelle was talking about that. It's like, what are the unique ways that you're interacting with the world? What are the unique ways where people look at you and they're like, oh, this person's different. And it starts again with co- different ways of confidence. And so I have a list of questions that I'm literally asking my client later today or one of my potential clients that I'm going to be talking to, but it's a question that I ask a lot of people. And it's number one, is what is confidence to me? What is confidence to me? What does it look like? What, what, what would I look like if I sat down right now and looked at the future version of me that was walking a different way, that was, that was breathing a different way, that was like, oh my gosh, has, has it always been this easy? How would I talk? Who would be the people that were in my life? Do you have a vision? Do you have an idea of what your life would be like if you were person that you wanted to be all the time. And sometimes that question is, is what is that confidence to me? What would it look like if it was two in the morning and you were uninhibited and you're with some of your best friends in the world and you're playing video games downstairs back in the day? How would you talk? Do you understand that you can talk like that in today's age? And I've had so many clients that are talking to me like, oh, you know, I, I can't show up that way, Jeremy, on on a, on a stage. You know, I, I, I cuss a lot. You know, I, I got a lot of this. I got a lot of that. It's like you can always show up the way that you are, though. And be like, you know, hey, if I was on a different stage right now, I'd have about three different choice words, but that's just me. And then continue on. You know why? Because every time they hear you speak, they're going to hear the uniqueness of what you maybe would say, but you're just channeling it into another conversation. What is confidence to others that are around you in your life? So what's confidence to me? What does confidence look like to the other people around you? All right, the people that are in your life right now, are you seeing them have success in certain areas? Are you seeing them see you and be like, oh my gosh, I see the value in you. Like, Why aren't you more confident? Ask them, what is confidence like to you? What do you mean? Like, Why do you tell me why am I not confident? What, what does it look like to you? Like, What is the value? Because we miss the value sometimes of ourselves. When I used to look at one of my best friends in the world, I, I used to see someone who was so thorough and I was jealous and I was like, man, he's so thorough. He's so kind to his parents. He seems to know who he is at all times. When he's in conversations with new women, when he was in conversations with new business opportunities, I was like, gosh, he's always himself, where I feel like I'm a chameleon and I'm stepping into whatever the situation is and trying my best to fit in. If you are trying to fit in still, if you feel like you're being a chameleon in a bunch of different places, understand that you're trying to adapt to the world instead of letting the world adapt to you. And it's the coolest thing to let the world adapt to you because that's when you can start literally just shining. Why do you feel intuitively that you are less confident? This is the third question. So I'm doing a Michelle McLean today, and this is something she does incredibly well. Is she has a list. She'll have one, she'll have, you'll have a question for her, and she'll have a one, two, three, four, five immediately. And it's not like these are the five things. Fix these, boom, bada, bing, and your problem solved. But it is, hey, have you started just breaking it down to the basics? Have you really, have you really broken it down to the first, first parts that can make you successful? When I was going through my shooting slump, and I'm a professional athlete, and I'm standing at a college park where everyone knows who I am. I'm at a, at a college gym, and I'm passing the ball from my wall to my calf and catching it and making sure I'm catching the ball right every single time, 100 times in a row from the right, 100 times in a row from the left. And they're looking at me, and I'm like, okay, if you're in your business or if you're in your relationships, have you went back to the mere basics? Have you woke up in the morning and they're like, hey, good morning, you know, good to see you. How are you? Have you said that? There's times where we're literally so stressed out or we're focused on our pains that we have, or we're focused on the worries that we have that we haven't just walked to our family in the morning and be like, hey, good morning. You know, I used to ask my family to say that to each other. Cause I saw it. I saw that there was the basics that wasn't happening. There might be basics in your life that aren't happening. And I literally would walk up to her like, cause I would see the disconnect in my own family. My coach asked me the other day, he said, why do you feel like you have courage? I said, because I had no choice because my family was going to fail if I didn't. If I didn't speak out as a kid, as I was, when I was growing up, I saw that my family was going to fail. I was watching them drift past each other and only talk to them if they needed each other, and never lifting each other up with love, never saying good morning, never, no touching, no, no nothing. To where when I walked into another family house at 18, and I finally saw it was my girlfriend's house my, that I just started being with, I saw them get into this fight, and I was like, "Ah, yeah, I see that one. I recognize that one." And then ten minutes later, uh, after doors were slammed and people were yelling at each other, she was like, "Hey, come here. You look cute earlier today," and like giving, giving her little daughter a compliment. And I remember sitting there, being like, "That's fake. That's so fake. Like, why? Like, you were mad at you were mad at her. What do you mean you're just going to be so nice now all of a sudden?" I literally thought it was fake because it was something that hadn't been in my life for so long. So there's these little things that are like these little basics where it's like, God, they say hi to each other. They say good morning. They ask how each other are. Where are the the basics? Can you go back to those basics? And when I ask you, the third question I was asking is, why do you feel intuitively that you're less confident? Is there a moment that that come up when I ask, like, did you fail at times? Like, why why do you say I'm not that confident? Is there moments where if you look back, like, oh, I, I did this the last time I was in a big relationship. I sabotaged it. Or in a big moment, I sabotaged you. Well, have you gone back and, and went to those moments where you succeeded and not allowed yourself to celebrate them? Because the one thing that I saw is I used to run these rooms called the giver's guide and receiving love. Because I realized that if you allow yourself to be hard on yourself at all times, if you feel you're, like I'm a giver, I'm a doer, I'm a giver, I'm a this, I'm a that. Well, what about the times where you succeeded and you didn't allow yourself to celebrate? What about those unique things that are about you that you haven't taken the time to celebrate? I've said this in a room before, and this is really important. How you know, I have to say it almost every time. The thing that is the most desired by you to remain hidden to the world is the thing that they would allow you to be seen. It's just the truth. Go look at any stand-up comedian that's talking about their lives. And it's Kevin Hart talking about his family and his kids bouncing balls off his face in the, the ball pit. Or something like that. And he's like, he goes, I'm short. I look this. My kid's taking balls to the face and the ball pit. He goes, we don't look good as a unit. We don't look good as a unit. But it's funny to him and it's funny to the world because he's not judging himself. So when you look back at your life, if the first things that show up are negatively charged, I have a goal for you. I have a goal for you. So I hope you're just continuing the list today, Michelle. We're just continuing on. My goal for you is that in the next 25 days, create one emotionally charged memory that's positive, they can start to replace those memories where you didn't believe in yourself. Because a lot of people in this world, they always say, you know, manifest your life, you know, talk about the things that you're going to be doing. Not, not if it happens, when it happens. Well, it's hard to believe sometimes with the voice that we're saying out loud, if the voice inside our head is like, "Yeah, it's probably not going to. It could be quiet. It could be quiet, but are you doing enough every single day where your little voice is like, well, you know, it, it actually might happen. Are you going back to the basics enough where you like I said, I was throwing the ball at the wall, catching? Are you doing enough every day with, with a relationship that's been broken or that's been, that's been hurt in your life and it's someone who's close and you want to mend that relationship? Are you going back to the basics and literally just waking up in the morning and being like, hey, sweetie, how are you? It's good to see you. And then walking off or something like that. And I used to say, hang up with someone with, uh, with kindness today. We've hung up on someone when we've been angry before, but have you hung up with someone with kindness? Maybe they call them and be like, hey, baby, I just, I just wanted to call you. I, I know it's been uh, kind of rough <laughs> lately, but I just want to call and say I appreciate you. And that was it. I just wanted to say thanks. You know, I, I know I see what you do around the house. I see what you do, you know, for our kids. Um, I just wanted to say thanks. And I feel like I haven't said thank you lately, so I just want to say thank you. I see you. And hang up. And hang up. You know why? Because sometimes when those relationships have been broken and tattered, they're like, well, what do you want? What do you, why, why are you saying this? Like, you need something from me. No, it's okay to sometimes step back to the basics and be like, no, I just I just wanted to say thanks. It's okay. I, I understand. But I'm I'm gonna go. And then hang up. And I literally the very very, very, very first client I ever had, I realized that my uniqueness and my power came from the ability to help people through relationships and help people be seen. And it's four forty four for new number of peoples here on the west coast. I don't know why I've been seeing a lot of cool numbers lately. I saw one, two, three, four, uh, every day for like seven days. That's a side comment. I had to look that up. But I I remember the very first client I ever had, this is when I believed in my own power. It was his wife. And he called me for for business help and him and I were working and he's gonna pay me a lot of money to work with him. And I remember as he was-
0: Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day.
1: I was talking. I was like, you know, I was like, because I've been over here taking notes. I was like, the most important thing has nothing to do with your business. It has to do with what you do every single day. And we are not what we do once. We are not what we do in our business. We are not what we do with our family. We are not. We are what we do every single day in every single situation and every single phone call. That is who we are. And I was like, do you realize, like, I'm sitting here looking at this list and saying, like, oh, my wife isn't doing this. My wife isn't doing that. I was like, what about you, man? And he's like, oh, yeah, but, my, you know, my wife, she, he just, she just doesn't do the things she used to do. And I was like, okay, well, when was the last time you just walked up to her and just said, hi, good morning, just give her a kiss and walked off? Oh, Jeremy, you don't understand. Uh, do I? Do I have to? Or do you just walk up to her and tell her what you need to have done? He's like, I thought this was your partner. I thought this was a person that you loved. And I said, you know what? I have a goal for you. Because he started crying. He literally started crying. I said, because I, I was like, I bet you you don't do this to your kids, too. We are what we do repeatedly. You do it with one person, you do it with the rest. And he started crying. I said, look, for the next 15 days, you want to be a leader in this house? I was like, you're not allowed to tell anyone what to do. You want to be a leader first? How about you step in and do the things that you want others to do? And I was like... You're disappointed in the actions that you haven't taken in your business. You're disappointed in the actions that you're not doing on a daily basis. With workouts, you're disappointed in what you're not doing in your, like physically, in your life, in your office. Like You have a bunch of half-done projects. How about you start with one, go finish it, and make yourself proud, and turn it into an emotionally positive memory. And then by the end of the day, you can let one go too. You can let a negative emotion go. You can go back in your life and, and meditate, and we'll do it together. And I said... He said to take a deep breath, and he'd call me later on the day. So we'd, he'd work throughout the day, and then he'd call me. This is what I do with my clients sometimes. It's a lot of fun. And I was like, okay, what did you do today? He's like, oh, I finished my office. I cleaned everything up. Everything looks ship-shaped. And it's great. And he was kind of had a little bounce to his energy. I was like, okay, want don't you just close your eyes, put your hands on your heart. If you guys are in the room, you can do this right now too. I said, breathe that in. Breathe it in. Breathe in and super quiet. Allow yourself to see that the, everything that you've done. Think about all the work, all the steps, all the papers that you threw away, all the trash, all the things that you worked through that seem just silly. But allow yourself to celebrate this right now and be proud of yourself. And if you're in the room right now, if you had done anything yesterday or this week that you haven't taken the time just be like, I'm proud of myself for doing this. I'm glad I did this. Even if it seems small, I finished a task. I want to. I want to just commend myself on this. Okay, so breathe that in, breathe that in, breathe that in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for stepping up. Thank you for finishing this. Thank you. And I said, now I want you to breathe out something that you didn't do. Breathe out something that, the way you treated your wife last week. Breathe out something the way you treated your family. Breathe out the way that you treated yourself, mistreated yourself. Breathe that out. Let it go. I said, and literally actively use your hands. Let them push yourself away because we have energy that's building up inside of us forever. that We've allowed to build up for 20 years, 30 years at times of things that we're guilty or feel ashamed of. Guilt and shame do not come from love, my friend. I said, if you feel guilt and shame that's not coming from God, let it go. Let it go. It's not yours. It's not yours to carry. We're not strong enough to carry it. There's an emotionally negative memory that comes up. First thing, why is it still coming up? Push it out. Let it go. You want to cry about it? Feel cry about it. You want to be angry about it? Be angry about it. Let it flow. Let it flow. I said, in every single day, we're going to do this. And then. I said, I want you to walk up to your, I want you to, to do something you used to do at the beginning of your relationship with your wife. I said, What was that? What was those things that you What was the unique ways that you handled that relationship? He goes, Oh, Jeremy, you know, he goes, You'd, you'd love this. He goes, I used to live little notes around the house. I was like, Okay. I was like, I know this is going to seem hard for you to do because you guys haven't had the greatest relationship over the last like three years. So there's a chance of rejection here. I get that. So there's going to be fear, but we're going back to it. I was like, We're going to go back to what you did in the beginning, but you're not going to ask for anything in return. And if anything, you're gonna ask for nothing but understanding. And I said, so when you're in, in the house tomorrow or today, I want you to write a note of the things that you're thankful for of her. Write it down. Like I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for the way that you that you that you handle your business. I, I'm really proud of you. I, I I love the way I love watching you in your power. Speaking of power, speaking of uniqueness. And I was like, and I want you to write those things out. You know, I love I love it when you you just walk up to me in the morning to say hi and makes makes my whole day makes me smile. Write things down that are genuine that you really like. And I talked about this last week with a with, with bosses in your life as you're reverse labeling people. I talked about this last week. There's a big power in this. Big power in this. And changing relationships. And I said, and I want you to hand it to her. Or or leave it leave it on her note. Leave it on her desk or something like that. And then just let me know. So at the end of the day when you called me back and we were letting that go, I said, Did she did she read the note? I found that like Kevin Hart. She read the note said, Yes, she did. My mom told me to tell you No, I'm just kidding. If you guys know that stand up, it's an inside joke, but It's a great great stand-up joke from back in the day. So he's like, yeah, she did, but she didn't say anything. And I was like, okay, okay. I was like, that's because she's trying to wait and see if you want something from it. Like, okay, he said something nice. let's, Let's see what he does now. And I was like, if you don't do anything, you're just giving love to give love in this moment. That's it. And I was like, I want you to do the same things for your kids. I was like, you've been so hard on them lately. I was like, you want to be a leader? Give them a reason to follow you. Give them a reason for all the unique things that you do as a father, all the unique things that you in your business, all the unique things that you're trying to do in your side business. Give them a reason to follow you. They have influencers in this world, man. I was like, there's people on YouTube that have millions of followers for a reason that they are following. I was like, even though you're their father, I was like, yes, you can always obviously tell them what to do if you want to. But this isn't a do as I say, not as I do world because they get to look at other people that are succeeding right now. And why should they listen to you if they can listen and look at somebody else that has millions of dollars and seems to have happiness with what they put on the internet? I was like, you know, and it's not all true, but they're still looking at somebody else that they appreciate. I was like, give them a reason. Give them a reason. And it was so cool. I'll tell you what. He, I'm going to skip to the fast part. Can we skip to the good part? Like, so it was like uh, two weeks later, he calls me. And he's just, he's like singing as he answers the phone. He's like, Jeremy, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Like whoa! I was like, I sound like a I'm breakfast of champions right now. Someone's starting a new segment. Somebody's fired up right now. I was like, What's going on, my friend? He goes, Jeremy, I got to tell you. He goes, You know, this has been the coolest. This has been the coolest weekend. You know, it was a Monday, and he goes, He goes, Jeremy, my, my kids walked up to me this weekend. I've been, he goes, I've been working out every single day. You know, the house is clean. All the things that I've done, in the house is is clean. My stuff's picked up every day. I'm finishing tasks every day. Just one task. And I'm I'm writing things that I'm proud of. He goes, Jeremy, this is great. This is so great. He goes, but what happened was, he goes, I got so excited about this that I started creating a list of things that I was doing throughout the day that I could be proud of. And I turned it into like a spreadsheet. And I was like, what are the things that I'm doing every single day? And speaking of things that are unique, he literally started creating a spreadsheet of things that he was doing and started putting it on the fridge and like giving himself like little brownie points. Like, I don't know, I think he literally, it'd be a smart idea. This would be kind of fun to put like brownie stickers on there instead of gold stars, you know, we're talking about like back in the day with school stuff, but this stuff works. It's validation for yourself. It's to see it personally. It's like vision boarding, but giving yourself this, I completed this. It's like a, it's like a spreadsheet. And he goes, my kids, he goes, Jeremy, they walked up to me and they were just like, they were like, Hey dad, uh, can you create this for me too, actually? Cause he's doing it for a side business. He's like, can you, add, can you add us to this? And he's like, oh, sure, kids. Like, what do, you want, what do you guys want to add to it? Well, I want to do at least 25 pull-ups a day. Um, I want to add that I get my homework done by 8 p.m. And I was like, I was like do you see what's happening? Who is the influencer now? Like, you didn't have to ask them anything. You don't have to ask people to follow you. You want people to follow you if you're in your business and you're creating something, have a reason for people to follow you. The old guys will notice if you go back, and I, I agree with the ask for, you know, hey, here's my Instagram handle. And I agree with the power to be able to ask people, hey, you know, you should definitely follow me on Instagram because it's great. And you should be able to say that. You should be able to say that with confidence. But if you don't say it, people should be so inspired by what you say or have the simplicity of your understanding because it is something that is in your field that you could talk about until you're blue in the face because it's something that you love and passionate about, as Michelle was talking about, and you tie them together. The people are like, they want to follow you without even you saying it. You shouldn't have to sell. The fact that I have friends, coaching friends, and I give him a hard time for this every day. I don't even know if he's here right now. I'm not going to name his name. He sends me, he, he mass sends out his posts every single day to me, to the group. I hope he's here. I hope he hears this again because I give him a hard time about this. I said, hey, dude, I'm your friend. Take me off your spam list. And he laughed and he's like, hey, I'm sorry, Jeremy, I definitely will. I was like, dude, I'm your friend. I'm going to like your stuff. I'm going to want to share your stuff. If I look at it and I want to share it. And I've, I've had to, I feel like I've had to tell people this so often. I mean, how many spam messages are you getting in 2022? There's no uniqueness in that. There's, the, there's no power in that. And, and I had to ask a client. I said, I said you know, I'm going to ask you because they tagged, they tagged me in some of their posts. I said, why do you, why do you tag people in your posts? And I said, just, and I and I really want to know, because there was like 11 people tagged. And she responded and she was just like, oh, well, I hope they'll share it to their audience. I was like, okay. I was like, have you ever had people, and before I get even, I'm like typing out, she goes, yeah, I want to, someone that I tagged in last week sent me a really nasty note. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I dang near block everybody that does that. if I If I don't know them very well, or if they send me a message and it's a DM and hey, you know, I'd love to be able to help you. And. Can you? Can I help you? Are you interested in some outside financial industry? I just blocked them pretty much. Or today I actually sent a message back to one person, and I was like, you know, have you ever had any success with this? Because I don't care how wonderful of a person you are, my guess is it's really low, really low. To the point where, in today's day and age, even as a coach and as a as a mentor and someone who I love helping people out, I've, I've given hours and hours and hours away for free. There's times. Where I have to remind people of, is I'm setting up like a call. And they're like, hey, you know, I just want to make sure that, you know, uh, you know, do you want to like, are we going to be pushy? Are you going to like push me around? into I was like, no, I don't, I don't care. I don't care if you work with me. When I used to work in multi-level marketing and I was working in Amway, there'd be people that sit down across from me and I'd teach them how to grow their, their essential oils business. And I'd be like, hey, great. Have a good day. Hang up on them with love. Basically, I hang up on them with gratitude. I'm so glad you came. I'm so glad. Let me show you this, actually, because if you feel like it's being salesy, maybe you can do it a different way. There's a unique way to do everything. And I remember all my, my upline, and my bosses, basically, in those businesses, they were like, Jeremy, you know, why do you take the time to do that? I was like, because I'm a human being, and so are they, and I want to see them succeed. What do you mean? What do you mean? I don't, I don't have to ask people to follow me. Because I want people to succeed, and they can probably feel that. And I really hope. And I'm only on—I think I'm only on four. Then I haven't—I haven't even got that far. Oh, I, oh, I want to finish this with uh, with what my client said that day, though. So he called me. He goes, "My kids—they did this." He goes, "You know? What my wife did." And he started to cry, and I was just like, "Oh crap!" I was like, and "He's like, Jeremy." The other day, you know, I left a little note on the on the oven, and I was and I started kind of being playful with her in the kitchen because I could tell she was, you know starting to warm up to the idea of just, you know, talking to me. you know, Jeremy, she put her hand on my shoulder when she walked into my office. And it was like, hey, do you want to do food tonight and do this and do that? And I was like, Jeremy, she looked at me. And this man's crying. And I'm crying because I'm like, I... It was like this moment of, like, I really can't help people. I really can't. All this stuff that I feel like God put me through for however many years as a joke with my dad being paralyzed and, and me failing over and over again and then having cool successes at times and not learning how to celebrate myself and not learning how to receive love myself until very until very late not thinking that that family that i joined when i was 18 basically was with my girlfriend's family i was like god they look fake and then coming to realize that i need to bring that into my family as well all these moments came to be in that moment i was like wow wow my uniqueness and my power is okay it's okay for me to give love like this it's okay for me to be a coach and charge this much because I'm literally going to change the part of his life that he mentioned 14 times in a 35-minute like consultation call, because it was the most important thing to him. And I just remember, I was just crying. I literally, I got off the phone, I cried. I was sitting there for like 10 minutes, and I was like, I really can help people. I really do have uniqueness in me, because I had been told I was worthless. I've been told that I wasn't going to amount to anything. I've been told from my by my family, like, hey, you know, I said this before in this room, how long are you going to dribble that ball around? Or throw the ball around, actually, because I used to play baseball until I was 23 and it took me through college. They didn't understand it. The only athletes in my family myself, my older brother, and my younger brother. The uniqueness of me was not celebrated and I was not seen. And that's the last thing I want you. I want to say because I do want to give, like, two minutes really quick for someone else's talk. I, I kind of took the whole 28 minutes today, but I needed to share this stuff with you guys. I still have six things that I could share and there's six other questions I'm going to be asking my client or my potential client when I do a call with them later there's so much in this world that I have to give to you guys and I'm excited and there's something in this world that you have to give as well there's something out there that you could talk about to your blue in the face that you're passionate about and that you love and that's and that uh, that you could talk about forever and that you're good at and you married the two is just as Michelle McLean said so I have so much more I could say, but I do want to leave like 60 seconds or two minutes for someone else to kind of chime in if they'd like to. So this has been Jeremy Bright. I am your friend. I love being out here. and I'm going to be done for now. So if anyone else would like to go, please
0: just kind of share your thoughts real quick. Just so good, Jeremy. So good. Thank you for sharing all of that, being vulnerable and transparent and just so good. Thank you.
1: You're very welcome. I lovingly received that as I teach people to say.
0: Yes. Love wins, Jeremy. Thanks for your share this morning, sir.
1: I love it, Ed. Thank you so much. I receive it, my friend.
2: Jeremy, I, I can I can feel your passion. I can feel your love, um, and I love that it started within you. And as you started to love yourself, and as you started to do the work on yourself, and became obsessed with it, I can tell you became obsessed with helping other people see the greatness within themselves, and. We need more people like that in the world. And I'm glad that you're part of Breakfast for Champions. Um, You can always, when someone speaks, you can tell if they're just speaking to speak or they're speaking because they deeply, passionately have a a passion to help transform people's lives. And just hearing you speak, I can tell that. So nobody told you today, thank you, thank you. I'm proud of you. I celebrate you. I celebrate the work that you're doing for other people across the world and uh, i wish you nothing but continued success love happiness peace and joy and um, i just woke up and uh, this is one of the first conversations i heard today so i'm thankful for you and i'm proud of you and nothing but love brother
1: oh my gosh eddie you know what i hope people do today is eddie's uh got a pink background he's on for me he's on the right screen a little bit halfway down i hope people give eddie a follow you know why because i I i'm over here smiling because i could tell how genuine you were too and I, I tell you what, I receive it, man. I receive it, I receive it, I receive it. Thank you for everything that you said. And I always tell people when I used to run rooms, you, I'm a safe space and I can, you can take your walls down around me and let these things in past the logic of your mind. You don't have to think your way through this. And intuitively, when these things hit you, understand they've already hit you internally and the change is already happening. But every time you're like, yes, that, that, the change is already happening, allow it to happen. You can't think your way through emotional success. And so, Eddie, I just want to say I receive it, my friend. And I followed you, and uh, I I know that you and I are going to have another conversation at some point based off of 25 seconds of just hearing you, and it just makes me smile. So with that, that is my time today. I I love all of you guys. And what's really cool, really, really cool is I get to pass off the mic to somebody that I used to uplift on this app when I was only on here for like a couple couple weeks at most because he was someone that I I really looked up to, and I would say, hey, guys, do you see what he did right there? And I pointed out to the whole room because sometimes people don't see success. And I was like, you know what C-Rock did right there is he was about to say a word that's a no-no in his life now. And I was like, instead, he goes like, no, he goes, not not try. He goes, I I'm not want to say like that. He goes, because try is not a word that's in my vocabulary. I, at some point, I'm going to analyze this and see and see it from a different perspective. And I pointed it out to the whole room of like 300 people and this was Clubhouse's heyday. I'm like, do you see what successful people do? I said, C-Rock and Forbes Riley both did something. And they censored themselves because they are aware of what they're doing on a consistent basis to make sure they're not making the same mistakes that they used to. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.